1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Welcome back to the official England podcast. We are getting closer and closer to that huge game this Friday, England versus Scotland at the iconic Wembley Stadium. I'm like a kid at Christmas waiting for Santa Claus to arrive. I simply cannot wait. I'm Adam Smith, here to guide you through everything that's been happening in the England camp over the last 24 hours. Don't forget, we will be with you every single day of England's tournament with unprecedented access to the Three Lions camp. And today is certainly a rip-roaring episode filled to the brim with exclusives. Here's what's coming up. We'll be updating you on everything that's been going on at St. George's Park I'll be speaking to Josh Denzel to get all the very latest from inside the camp. We saw him tying up Bellingham's tie, saying you're uh, probably still used to doing it for school. We'll be hearing from England's vice-captain Jordan Henderson, who is the guest on yesterday's Lions Den. I
0: can imagine not many people like us <laughs> on the pitch.
2: It was the turn of centre-back Tyrone Mings at the press conference yesterday. It
3: is a big occasion for the fans and also for the players that are involved.
2: And I spoke exclusively with the latest addition to the three Lions,
4: Aaron Ramsdell, who's been called up to the squad. I've tried desperately hard to get a ticket for the first game and couldn't manage to get one. Right, let's get stuck into it. You're listening to the official England podcast. With Scotland
2: next up at Wembley on Friday, there was lots going on at St George's Park yesterday. As you heard there, Sheffield United's Aaron Ramsdale has been called up to the squad after Dean Henderson had to withdraw due to a hip issue. And, of course, we send our best wishes to Dean and hope to see him back out on the pitch very soon. Also, best of luck to Aaron on what is a huge opportunity. Jack Grealish was working indoors on an individual programme, having been out on the training pitch for a full session the day before. And the press conferences were back up and running after a day off. And here's what defender Tyrone Mings had to say.
3: A little bit like my preparation for the Croatia game. Trying to ignore something, usually... um... Makes me want to think about it more. I think it's more about embracing it, um, embracing the fixture, understanding the importance of um, what it means to the fans, but not letting that cloud any judgment um, or emotion that we may have or, or maybe feeling going into the game, um, because it is a is a big occasion for the fans and also for the players that are involved on both sides. Um, But at the same time, we're there to win a game. And the best way for us to win the game is to stay composed and always be in control of our thoughts and our actions.
2: On yesterday's Lions Den episode, Josh Denzel was joined by England's vice-captain and central midfielder Jordan Henderson, MBE. What an incredible couple of years he's had. Semi-finals with England at the 2018 World Cup. Champions League winner and premier league winner not only that he was also amongst the latest to receive an mbe for his services towards charities during the coronavirus pandemic huge congratulations to jordan and of course thoroughly deserved here's what he had to say as he stepped into the lion's den
5: raz told me uh, that you are the nicest guy off the field but one of the
0: meanest guys on it <laughs> <laughs> is that true <laughs> I can, I, to be honest, I can, can imagine not many people like us <laughs> on the pitch or, or people that's played against us are probably not like us or probably think that I'm a totally different person. Um, so I'm not sure whether I'm one of the nicest off it, definitely not, but I'm, I suppose I'm very different off yeah. the pitch to what I'm like on, on the pitch. So if you know us as a, as a person, then I'll, I'll be very different to what people think I, w- I would imagine.
5: How do you switch that attitude on and off like you know you just step over the white line and suddenly that like, it's game time
0: Yeah I think obviously everyday in training and then and then games just football's always meant everything to us you know so yeah everyday in training I want to be better I want to improve and I I want to win so whether that's training games or when it comes to to a match day um whenever I play football yeah the competitiveness is is high and That's probably why I am quite emotional when I I play.
2: If you want to catch more of that chat, you can watch Lions Den on England's Twitch and YouTube channels live daily at 4pm. It is now time, of course, to welcome the man in camp. He is the podcast's Tord grip to my Sven, the Steve Holland to my Gareth. He is the eyes and ears (laughs) in the England camp, Mr. Josh Denzel. Josh, I spent longer writing that than I did the questions, by the way. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I, I could get used to these intros. I like it. Do you It's like the it? and deck, mate. It's beautiful. Now, the listeners can't see, but you have got the England merch on. You've got the hat on, the shirt on. You, you, you're loving it, aren't you, there? Let's be honest. I'm,
5: I'm proudly rocking the bucket hat. You know, like, we've got a beautiful day down here at yeah. SGP. It's 34 degrees. It's ridiculous. Wow. So, yeah, the, the, the bucket hat stayed on. And um, yeah, yeah, this T-shirt. I might have a little sunbathe around the uh, the garden. I, I think that's maybe that's maybe my plan after the podcast. Let's
2: do it, mate. Uh, just tell us then what has been going on today in camp. Fill us in, mate. It's
5: been uh, it's been a good day. Obviously, recovery day for for, for a lot of the boys. they have been uh, splashing around in the pool in the gym. Um, training obviously was uh, for, for the boys that didn't uh, didn't play. It's still they're, they're still training hard. Obviously, but there was a nice shooting drill that I was watching okay. that has been. At some outrageous finishing. There was like, basically you got to do some kick-ups, turn around, strike a ball in the volley, and then you've got a left foot, right foot shot after dribbling through the cones. And I've, I've seen Grealish do some things, but that the, the strike he had... After the keepy up he's with with the volley, yeah, I think it, it's I saw that. I've never seen, unreal, wasn't it? Unbelievable.
2: We've got to talk about the sad news, really. Dean Henderson having to withdraw. It's, it's never good to see, isn't it? It's, it's, I suppose, the the really tough side we saw it with Trent earlier. Now Dean Henderson, and when player gets injured and misses the tournament for such young players as well, it's really really tough to see that, isn't it?
5: A hundred percent. And I think that I saw Dean uh, with Chile just just walked out maybe two days ago, and he was in good spirits. He was mm. in a good mood, and he, they were talking about you know future games and life in the camps. I can imagine it's it's that heartbreak, you know. I mean, to, to I think it's a hip injury that that he's yeah. got, so. It's something where, like, he probably wants to stay within the group and do his rehab here, but you don't know if that's possible. It's just, yeah, it's a dream to play in a tournament, and you finally get that chance, and it's taken away from you. It's tough to take.
2: Yeah, and of course, his replacement, Aaron Ramsdale, a big, big moment for him. Have you seen him? Has he arrived? Anything you can, you can follow like with because not, it, big I'm time for him.
5: I've not seen. I've been, I've been too busy knocking about the uh, the lines then set, but I will have a little search around for him yeah. uh, after the podcast. I will see if we can, you know, what I mean, I grab him and have a little conversation, but he must. Be buzzing he must he, he must be packing his stuff into his room and thinking this is this this is uh, you know, unfortunately obviously it's bad for for Dean Henderson but mm. for, for for Aaron it's unbelievable
2: yeah he's arriving and coming straight on this podcast actually soon so he's, he's oh, getting wicked. straight straight into it um and of course you had Jordan Henderson great guest I mean it, like, like we we're saying with the podcast and lines, then they're, they're all, all fantastic everyone gives you a different insight but how was it having Jordan on the show because he always talks very well didn't he
5: yeah, no, it was it was great having him on the show. We had a nice, you know, a, a nice chat. He's he's probably going to hate me saying this, but it's his birthday in uh, in two days. So he was like, every time if you pass thirty, every time every every birthday, you want it to go backwards. So he was like, I'm trying not <laughs> to celebrate it. So I'm I'm, I'm here, I'm I'm here, I'm here putting him under the bus. But yeah, you know, <laughs> so he doesn't want people to know and you're just broadcasting it. I longer. know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll have to apologise to him. But it's uh, no, he was in he was in a great mood. He's talking about. You know, he, he's saying that you're he, taking some of the young players under his wing. That, you know, there's, mm. there's, we saw him tying up Bellingham's tie, saying, uh, You're probably still used to doing it for school. And then <laughs> was him, him and Saka. So Gosh. he's saying that he, does, he feels young. But he yeah. feels like it's, it's it's a good place to be because not only can he hang out with the boys, the, the younger the younger group, I guess they call them, yeah. it, the naughty ones, and uh, mess around, play basketball, play cards, but he can also, you know, I mean, have a, a positive effect on them. You know, Grilo said that he's you know he's matured as a captain, as a player, just seeing how Hendo moves around the gaff. So no, wow. it's, it's yeah, it was it was it was a great conversation.
2: And of course, MBE, another player yeah. with an MBE. How, how have the lads reacted to that? Because obviously, it's a hugely proud moment for Jordan and his family that.
5: Likewise, I think you were saying that the boy is obviously massively supportive of the thing, and you know he's he's I guess the you could call him the captain's captain. You know he's he's, he's done so much good work uh, with the Premier League, with with all of the captains, with charity work. Um, so yeah, there's that mutual respect there from from absolutely everyone. You can obviously always have the laugh and the joke, but when it comes down to stuff like this, there's you know what I mean. There's, there's there's a massive amount of respect there from the squad.
2: Class. Uh, fantasy football. Talk to me, mate. How are you getting on? Of course, we've been asked by the yeah. powers that be to have an England present that uh, fantasy football face off. Um, so, uh, how are you doing? What, what so points are, are you, gonna... you
5: It's not going too well. I'm on. I'm on grand total of twenty-seven <laughs> points. So are you? Mate, am, I'm uh... on
2: fifty-one at the minute. I'm, I'm gonna. Tell yeah, you. The, so
5: that... <laughs> the toothless. I, I call them the toothless Spanish team. Didn't do me any oh. favours. I'm happy I mean? with the Spanish it's team. It's all good. It's all good having a thousand million passes in a game. <laughs> You know what I mean, If you don't put the ball in the back of the net, he ain't getting me no points Josh, on fantasy, happy. so um, I'm going to have to have a little happy. wee jig.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, I think, I think you can make changes. I might be making a few. To be fair, I had a few players that, that didn't start, which is always a bit of a schoolboy, mm-hmm. isn't it, when you notice an injured player doesn't play. Scotland, mate, round the corner, all the players are buzzing. How are you feeling about England against Scotland at Wembley Stadium?
5: You've got to be positive. We're, we're at Wembley. He's got shades at 96, obviously, yeah. but the with, with, with the Scots' defeat, and our win and the kind of the the role we're on, I, I feel like this could be a great game for us. Home fans, the good weather again. I, I, it could be a party. It could be a coming out. You're loving out. the weather, aren't you? you yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, 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 I'm just enjoying it like a fan. Like I think you know I mean? It's, if I could open up my own beer garden here at SGP, I would. But I think yeah, I'd be in a bit yeah. of trouble. But yeah, no, I think it's going to be a great game. I, I, I personally have, have uh, I think we might, we might score two or three.
2: Love that. Love the positivity. And just finally, uh, just remind the viewers where they can find Lions Den and what's coming up next.
5: Lions Den live on uh, YouTube and Twitch. 4pm, apart from if we say different on the match day shoulder Departures Show. Departure show. Uh, and coming up, we've got the one and only, the wisest 17-year-old in the world with the freshest oh! haircut in the world. It's Jude Bellingham on tomorrow.
2: Love to hear that. Class, what a play. I'll be very much looking forward to seeing that. Mate, as always, thank you very much. I'll let you go and enjoy the sunshine. We'll speak very soon and come on England. Come on England. Let's go. Yesterday, I spoke exclusively to the newest member of the three-line squad, Aaron Ramsdale. And trust me when I say this, if you want to hear just what it means to these players to play for their country at the highest level, then take a listen to this. Pleased to say, joining me on the official England podcast right now, Aaron Ramsdale, who's only arrived at St. George's Park a matter of hours ago. Aaron, firstly, congratulations. Talk us through today. It must have been a bit surreal. Tell me everything that happened, how it unfolded.
4: Yeah, um surreal's the word uh speechless um but also it's it's um tinged a little bit because um I'm devastated for Dean you know um the goalkeeping union is strong and um for him to get the opportunity to, to support this team in the euros and then that be taken away from him from being an injury so it's um it's devastating for him so I've had mixed emotions, really. Obviously, on, on my side, I've been over the moon, but obviously seeing Dean earlier on and he, to be honest, he's been fantastic. Just saying it's my time now and I can go and help the team. So I can't speak highly enough of Dean. He's given me the credit. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a strange day, been a long day, but I'm glad to be up here now and uh, I'm ready to kick on. It's class that you said you spoke
2: about Dean before you even spoke about your emotions and I saw you put a very classy Instagram post up as well and, and even in that you, you said firstly I'm gutted for Dean but but then talked about how happy you are. I mean it just goes to show how good this team spirit and particularly amongst the keepers that camaraderie just seems so strong between you all.
4: Well yeah it's um, people make laughs and jokes about goalkeepers union but yeah. as you mentioned there the, the team spirit even when I was up in Middlesbrough um the other week the lads didn't need to come and sit with me for dinner and they could have left left me to the young lads who I knew and but that wasn't the case you know I spent time with the experienced lads had dinner with with Harry and and Jordan Henderson so um it's a credit to them but yeah like I say um for me to to be in this position and obviously someone's had some unfortunate news, and and that was Dean. So I, f- I feel like that's my was my main priority this morning. The fact that um, he's obviously going to be devastated, and we're all working. We've all been working since we were very young, and me and Dean are still young, and we've been in squads and be, haven't been in squad. So uh, for him to to about to have pulled out was was a massive disappointment. But as I said, uh, one man's misfortune is a is another's game and uh, gain, and that's. Uh, the cruel world of football, but um, I can't can't do anything about it, you know. And, and as I said, Dean's wished me well and um, said he'll be supporting me on. So, it's so credit Lovely. to him. And
2: of course, let's focus on you. So, tell me how the sort of day unfolded, when you knew, when you arrived here. Just talk me through how it unfolded.
4: Yeah, yeah I got a, I got a text yesterday from Emily, the team ops, and basically saying we, we might need you to come up and do some training, help out, because... Dean struggling a little bit. He's going for a scan uh, in the evening, so I was just, I was thinking I was coming up for a few days. Um, didn't really know or and because the, the scan results didn't come back, so got picked oh, up. Right. At, got picked up at seven o'clock this morning. Uh, went for a COVID test and done all of done all of that to to allow me to come into camp, obviously COVID free. So, um, and. Once that had passed, I was about halfway up and I got the phone call from from Marge, the goalie coach, basically saying that, unfortunately, Dean, um, his results have come back and he's got a, a hip problem um, and that I'll be taking his place and I'll be coming along on the journey with, with the with the team
2: and and you must have obviously like you you've alluded to there and you've spoken very 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 kindly and and in such strong words about Dean, but for yourself, you must have been buzzing with, with the fact that you're going to be part of this euro's journey. who did you tell straight away how did you react did you did you get straight on the phone to your family how did that how did that unfold
4: yeah um obviously there's a massive smile on my face um, yeah. my driver I've had a couple of times who who's picked me up for the under twenty ones has obviously overheard, and he had a bit oh really yeah we we had a bit of a, a cheer and a smile together but i we went straight into the family group chat um and then i think they all tried to call me at once so i ended up did they on the whatsapp <laughs> yeah so you dropped it on the whatsapp first yeah, did you? yeah yeah so and then individually they probably all tried to call me so i didn't speak to to anyone but yeah um the the group chat knew probably about half an hour before and we were just talking about it and i think it drained half my battery but yeah. Um, so the first person to know was my was my driver actually, and he's like, so you're driving new before your family? That's yeah, amazing." He's a legend, He's a legend to be fair. So um, is he? Yeah. So so that it's just it's been a surreal day and just being speechless, you know. And um, yeah, I'm just I've been out on the grass earlier with, with Marge and just getting my eye back in. So I'm ready to hit the ground running tomorrow with the team.
2: I've spoken to you before in the past, and you you've you spoken to me about how uh, how much representing England at under twenty one level means to you. So so where does this moment rank for you? Is this one of the proudest moments of your entire career? Because I can see you smiling now about just just when I said you're part of the Euro squad, you you couldn't stop smiling. It's brilliant to see. Uh,
4: yeah, it has to, it has to be. I don't really know how to put it into words. Um, I didn't think much things would get better than the the camp up in Middlesbrough, um, being on the bench, even if I wasn't going to get on. I stood there with my kit on, listened to the national anthem, and it just gave me goosebumps all over my body. Um, And I was just imagining what it would be like at Wembley, either full crowd or the capacity it's at in the Euros. And I've tried desperately hard to get a ticket um, for the first game and couldn't manage to get one. But
2: Have you so hang on a minute, let me just pick up on that. Aaron Ramsdale was trying to get a ticket as a fan for game one. And now you're going to be in the squad as a player for game two. Oh yeah,
4: game one, game two, game three. Uh, <laughs> I wanted it, I just wanted a ticket, you know. I'd have gone on my own, um, yeah, or I'd have met up with with some of the some of the other other lads' families or whatever. But didn't manage to get it. But you know, um, yeah, it's crazy how things work. And amazing. I am um, just sat here talking to you. <laughs> that that is amazing. Yeah, and straight straight onto
2: the podders where well. you only got here what a couple of hours ago, and you're straight onto the England, uh, official England podcast. How did you feel about that? No time to yeah, rest. Yeah,
4: well. If, we, if, we, if I'm doing it, I may as well do it properly and go yeah, exactly. <laughs> full steam ahead, <laughs> innit? <isn't> <laughs> yeah, great,
2: great answer. And it, it, how does it work in terms of being a player that you'd. I know it's not technically a standby player, but you were part of that squad in Middlesbrough. So you, you obviously knew that there was a chance if someone got injured, you may get caught up. So how, how does that affect your plans with your family? Obviously, I imagine the overriding emotion from your family is one of pride. But does that also mean, oh, Marbella next week's off the cards that you had booked? Do you know what I mean? There must be a lot of. Um, it must be hard to plan your summer.
4: Uh, to be honest um because of the restrictions and stuff um this would have been the first summer i've, I I've had off in five seasons five or six seasons and this really? is the first time i've not been bothered about going away um obviously i was yeah. at bournemouth and i still got my bournemouth house and i haven't been back all year so my summer was to go down there my mates were going to come down i'm going to play some golf and that's probably the only thing which has obviously changed um there's yeah. a few dinners with certain people over the summer, which I've obviously had to cancel. But, but yeah, this is luckily I didn't I didn't want to book anything. I think it was a huge sort of issue of getting tests and cl- yeah, countries yeah. going to Amber yeah. and stuff. So, thankfully, I was I was only down south and didn't have to quarantine and 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 I'm all COVID free, so I can just go straight into the squad.
2: Brilliant. And how have the lads been? Who have you seen today? How have they welcomed you back into the squad? Yeah, I've
4: seen probably 80% of them, obviously. Um, I was in for, for lunch and they were just finishing filtering in from training. Um, and then I had to shoot off and do a bit of bit of training. So I've seen majority of them, they are all being very welcoming as they were before. Um, and like I say, I know quite a lot of the young lads anyway. So um, if there is any bit of a quiet moment where I'm sort of a little bit nervous or don't really know what to do. I'll just go and sit with them. And it's just like being back at the, the 21s or, or, or the younger ages.
2: Do you have those emotions then? Do you have those sort of butterflies, those those nervous moments, because this is, is such a huge moment for you in your career? As you said, do, do you, does that play on your mind a little bit?
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, I was, <laughs> we've just been speaking about it. I was trying to get a ticket for Wembley and I, yeah. I was watching Fair at point. my house on Saturday and we had a barbecue and I was <laughs> jumping up and down like a crazy person when we scored, so. I yeah. just seen Raz then and I tried to act, act all cool, try not to mention anything, and just 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 <laughs> you- say, said hello like like you normally
2: would.
4: <laughs> so you're getting you're getting nervous even speaking to the players. Yeah. I love that. But obviously that. then, then you, you get back into it. Obviously it's my first few hours back, so I think when you get back on the pitch and just all so becomes a lot more natural. But um, but yeah, for, for sure. Like when I came back in, I just wanted to speak about the game to people. One, but, but they did probably yeah. they've had had enough of it over the past few days uh, people messaging yeah, them so yeah. I just kind of tried to play it cool but yeah but, <laughs> did you
2: did, did you pull it off though Rambo did you pull off playing I prob- cool or not? I probably or did, they did they
4: to it? the older lads and then I probably chew, I, I chewed right. Calvin's ear off and 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 like Ben White and that uh, yeah. I've known them for a while <laughs> Yeah, yeah, love that, love that. You're trying to
2: play it cool. Um, I want to ask you about the Goalkeepers Union as well because we've spoken to Dean Henderson and Jordan Pickford already on this podcast and they were just talking about how uh, like a, a standard day is for keepers. Sometimes you're obviously, or some moments, should I say, you're with the team, but there's a lot of moments where you're just there as a three and obviously all the goalkeepers are competing for that number one spot, but you've also got to be there to support each other and there just seems to be a real camaraderie within that. I mean, talk to me a bit about the Goalkeeper Union and, and how that all works.
4: Yeah, um, as you say, there's times when we're at- on our own for 45 minutes to an hour before we even interact with the squad. Um, And the whole base of that is us preparing each other for the the matches. And there has to be that camaraderie because if my service isn't up to scratch, then Sam and Jordan or or Dean wouldn't be getting the work out of it. So um, it's all about helping each other. And I've seen a few interviews which Dean's done and he's... It's talked about pushing Jordan all the way, um, yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what any of us try and do if the others playing. So, when Sam made his debut in Middlesbrough, um, and Jordan knew he, he wasn't playing, Jordan never just took his foot off the gas every day in training, was all pushing Sam. And, um, obviously, Sam had a fantastic game, and, and you can take a little bit of pride out of that because you've helped along the way, um, and that's what. I've got to try and do, come in now and uh, not try and overdo anything. Just got to help Jordan um, and help Sam out myself. And, and and that's just by being a good teammate and a, and a good goalkeeper in training.
2: And of course, the next game, you do not need me to remind you, England versus Scotland at Wembley in front of fans at a major tournament. And I can tell you, you will have a ticket, Aaron, because you're going as part of the squad. So, I mean, what a game and a prospect that is. Just, just talk to me about your emotions going into that game.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you can't. Your uh,
2: face is a picture. You can't even nah, speak, can you? Nah. It's amazing um, to
4: see. It's England v Scotland um, at a major tournament at Wembley, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to be involved with the three lines on my chest, and it don't get much better than that. It don't it don't un, unless you probably start, and it's probably the next, obviously the, the next best thing. So I don't know what I'm I'm going to do when the anthem's playing. I'll be bowing it out, but I don't know. Might cry, might smile. I don't know. Couldn't tell you.
2: Might cry, might smile, and I can see by your face. That is the biggest smile I've seen of any player that I've, I've spoken to, I think. It, you just seem so proud to be representing England. Uh, Aaron, it's always a pleasure to speak to you, mate. Congrats again and all the best for the tournament.
4: Thank you. Cheers, Smithy.
2: You're listening to the official England podcast. I really enjoyed chatting to Aaron Ramsdale there. I got such a sense of just how much it means to him to be representing England at this tournament. He was beaming with pride throughout the interview. That is it for today. As always, it's brilliant to catch up with the players and we hope you enjoyed our latest episode here on the official England podcast. Remember, you can tune in every day for brand new exclusive content from around the England camp. We're getting nearer and nearer to that all-important game against Scotland on Friday. And this is quite simply your go-to podcast for all the latest as game day approaches. If you haven't subscribed already, what are you waiting for? It's very simple. Just hit that subscribe button. See you tomorrow. Stay safe and come on England.